0: You're listening to Girls Gone Wild. This is Joy. And this is Claire. This is episode 85. You almost forgot your line.
1: <laughs> you only have one. <laughs> and it's, it's a, to say your name. This,
0: <laughs> this episode you is already starting off with a bang.
1: Where are we? Episode
0: 85. And we're going to be talking about the open this Yay.
1: week. Can you believe it starts in a week?
0: I cannot. I was just thinking about that the other day. I'm like, I time is flying so fast. Time is flying. Do you remember last year? Yeah. Did they do the open announcement here last year? Was that two, no, two years, years ago? ago? Okay.
1: Last year, what is that noise?
0: Oh, it's our washing machine. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry,
1: guys, if you can hear. Like, a, like, It sounds like almost like a scraw. Sorry. It's okay. Um, <laughs> it's all just, you know, about the grassroots. The grassroots. We were talking about that Operation earlier. Like, that we have. Talking about how, like, you know, if you email us, me or Joy is going to write back yeah. to you. And like, if you we don't have, have an like assistant. a problem, we're gonna really take it seriously. And if yeah. you like anything
0: ahead. related to this podcast, it's us that's right. It's managing the, the desk. Of us. And yeah. like
1: sometimes Brandon.
0: Sometimes Brandon?
1: Yeah. Because he, well, he may just like answer the emails. I just mean like he sometimes like has opinions. Oh, so, so does Like Scott. other than that. Like yeah. on our Valentine's Day dinner, we, have, like... this,
0: we had this huge conversation about our podcast. And <laughs> Scott's like,
1: That's so Scott
0: weird. really. <laughs> 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 this is my life. <laughs> um, it was really cute though. He thinks that we should have an episode where him and Brandon do like the first 20 minutes, just them two talking. Oh my gosh. And then we come in like the last half and then we won't listen to it until it. Goes out.
1: That sounds terrifying actually.
0: It does sound terrifying. Maybe what what we if could they have say, them just do
1: like a bonus episode in the middle.
0: Yeah. Sounds kind of funny. Yeah. I wonder maybe. what they would talk about.
1: Right, because like they don't really even know each other. They don't know <laughs> well, and they, they don't really have anything in common at all. They do
0: Well, Scott doesn't do CrossFit, so he would have no idea. Right. He'd and, probably talk a lot about like the clothes I wear. Right, and Brandon's not in fashion. No.
1: So and maybe that's not would a talk good about. idea. That would be interesting. Maybe they talk about food. Yeah. And like man things. I don't know what if. Video it's games. It's like I feel like it's like that part in Mean Girls where she's like, e- uh, "What do they talk about?" Ashton Kutcher is that a band? <laughs> oh, that's do crazy. we have anything pink? Yes. Danny DeVito, I love your work. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, um, so we tonight are going to talk a little about the open, and then we're going to talk a little bit about what. Um, what to do if you don't like aspects of your CrossFit gym or you don't like maybe a specific or certain coaching style but you maybe don't dislike it enough that you want to leave or maybe you really love CrossFit and you don't really have another option. Because we always talk about how, like, you know, there's a CrossFit gym out there for everyone. If you don't like your gym, just leave. But that's not always an option for people. So we want to talk about that a little bit. And then if we have time, we're going to talk about what to do if your significant other. Um, is a, is not, a healthy, not, as, not as healthy as you. Does not follow a, a healthful lifestyle.
0: A healthful lifestyle. Maybe they eat a lot of Oreos. <laughs> Just as an example. From a
1: cup. From a cup. <laughs> All right, so the open. I'm really interested to see what happens. I know we talked about this a lot with Nicole. <clears throat> Yeah, but I'm super interested to see.
0: I'm so excited. Yeah, yeah.
1: Just I just for really the excited.
0: well, I'm not excited to for the workouts per se, but I'm excited for the buzz around it. Yeah, it's more exciting to watch the pros. Let's be honest. It totally it's is. Definitely not something where I'm like looking forward to having my ass kicked every week. But um, I just like to see the media around all the announcements and the workouts and the pros and it's like they're they're in hibernation for a year and then yeah. it's like oh
1: here they come.
0: It's really kind of cool. I mean, yeah. we just get to follow them on Instagram and see their training, and it is cool. How cute is Lauren Fisher? I freaking love boyfriend? her boyfriend.
1: That was really that funny. photo she posted of her boyfriend, and, and like everybody's hearts broke hearts on Instagram. Broke everywhere. She's All the so comments were like, "What?" Yeah. She's so cute. Yeah, she's adorable. Yeah, she just turned twenty-one, which that doesn't make you feel terrible about what you have not know It makes me, like so me feel so terrible. I was like, great. When I was twenty-one, I probably couldn't even run a mile without stopping. Yeah. I I was
0: deep into my running when I was 21.
1: I don't even know what I was doing when I was... I think I just, like, hated my body when I was 21.
0: Yeah, I did, too. I still had fake boobs. Oh, you did?
1: Yeah, I didn't get to take it taken out till I was 23. I, was, I went to Prague for my 21st birthday. Oh. That was fun. What did you do for your 21st birthday?
0: I went... <laughs> I went to a bar. Uh, this, i oh like, my, you do. Gosh, like you do. I oh, I just remember the photos from my 21st birthday. And I just had this like <laughs> horrible flashback where I was like, oh. um, a lot of like really closed eyes, smiles. Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Um, went to just this club and danced and got really drunk. There you go. I remember the next day I had to f- get on a flight to go spend the weekend with my brother at the Naval Academy and. I will never forget being like, because twin. Yeah, and I'll never forget uh, that night that I was, you know, going out. That I'm like, I can't stay out too late. I have to, can't be too wrecked. I have right. to be on the plane tomorrow. And I actually made it. I was definitely hungover. <laughs> I'm like looking back. I'm like, man, I, like, did I smell like booze? Like, how embarrassing for the people sitting next
1: to you? <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. I was in Prague because all my friends studied abroad. It was, you know, it's like the, it was the fall semester, my junior year. All yeah. my friends studied abroad.
0: Yeah, I was in France, my junior. Yeah, year. Yeah,
1: I didn't study abroad, and so I went to Prague, and like me and three of my good friends, all who were all studying abroad in different places in Europe, all met in Prague for like ten days over Thanksgiving, since my birthday is right before Thanksgiving. And uh, I, first of all, nobody cared that it was my twenty-first birthday because everyone was like, "So what? Twenty-one doesn't mean anything in Europe." But yeah. then we like found a couple of other Americans who were like, oh my god, it's your 21st birthday, that's awesome. Yeah. And they yeah. were from Vegas, and one of them was wearing snakeskin boots. And he bought me a shot of scotch. Huh. Who does that? I don't and he know. just handed it to me. He's like, here you go. And so I just took it. And I was like, what Who shoots scotch?
0: It was the who No scotch. No one.
1: It's not first shots. Oof. And so then the other thing was that I my favorite drink at the time was a mojito. Uh-huh. And nowhere in Prague had rum. Like, not only did they not have like mint or anything even remotely, but none of it even had clear rum. Yeah. So I was just like, I ended up getting some like mojito esque. It was kind of more like a uh, Moscow mule than a mojito. But like anyway. some
0: of the things that we used to drink, I don't, oh my I gosh. can't even handle. Like, I can't even
1: think more, about it anymore.
0: Like, like I would down long island iced teas like they were water at this I, club it was yeah. and they were really big they came in those huge like hurricane yeah blah, blah blah with a huge straw so embarrassing
1: yeah i know i think back to some of the stuff that i um that i used to drink and like i can't even think about it because it makes Ugh. me just like doing my turn yeah anyway back Where to the open the first- <laughs> Did we talk about like the first
0: time we got drunk? Did you ever? Did we ever talk about that? Like when did you mm, first drink? That's oh, it. you, because you had brothers and you. I had older brothers, and been you were like
1: alcohol at family parties since I was like twelve. So it was not
0: something that you were. It liking.
1: was no, it wasn't like a big deal. Yeah, and but I would say the first time that I got like drunk, drunk. Gosh, I did not. Even though alcohol was like really freely accessible to me, I did not. I didn't really start drinking until my senior year of high school. Yeah. And even then, I didn't I didn't really start drinking until, like, graduation week. Yeah. The first time that I ever remember being, like, really drunk was at a graduation party. And the next day was my graduation party, and it was – we were holding it at my – it was, like, me and my friend, we did a joint party. We were doing it, and her grandparents had a barn. Uh-huh. So, and so the next day, I had to go in the morning and, like, help her decorate the barn – And I am 100% sure that I was still drunk the next morning. And I was, like, driving to your house, and I was like, why do I still feel so weird? And then I got there, and she handed me this, like, bundle of Christmas lights to untangle, and I just, like, sat down and just looked at them. And she was like, are you going to be okay? I was like, yeah, I think I need to go outside for a minute. (laughs) That was... (gasps) But, yeah, I've never, like, I don't really have, like, a memory of the first, first time. I think that was the first time I got really bad.
0: I so remember the first time. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yes. Go on. Well, again,
0: like, I grew up in a Mormon town. Like, this just did not happen ever, ever. So I spent the night at a girlfriend's house, and her parents were out of town. She had this huge mansion. And some older like seniors. I think I was a junior and I think some seniors came over and they brought us like wine coolers.
1: Yes, that's <gasps> amazing. I know I like the first time I ever got drunk it was on Schmirnaff Ice. Ugh. Right? Like And ugh. I just
0: I just remember, like, I don't even know how many I drank. It was like two maybe. <laughs> and then I just remember going to the next door neighbor's house because that was her cousin and mm. there was a bunch of boys over there and we were just like hanging out and I just remember passing out on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> And then I don't even want to tell the rest of the
1: story. It's so <laughs> embarrassing.
0: Go on. Oh my gosh, she's so funny. Anyway, okay, moving on. So no, the story. No, you <laughs> can't. Okay, okay.
1: <laughs> you can't just stop there. You can't. It's so no. embarrassing. Oh please, every single I'm, one of us has had a day like this. No, it's
0: okay. So it's really not that embarrassing. I just think back and I'm like, oh my gosh, you're so stupid. I just remember there were jun- okay, so there was seniors and there was juniors. I think the not juniors, uh, sophomores that were over,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I just remember laying in one of the sophomores' laps and just like like petting his face, <laughs> and, like and this guy like didn't even know me, and I was just petting his face, That's so talking annoying. to him, and then the next day, of course, I was like, Oh MG, I'm so embarrassed," and I I went home, <laughs> and. I think I got sick that morning. I I just always wonder, I'm like, did my parents, could they tell, like, that I was hungover? (laughs) Because I never, of course, I didn't tell. That was, like, the only time I drank in high school. Yeah.
1: Like, that one time my junior year. That's not that embarrassing, Joy. Like, most embarrassing stories are, like, I woke up naked or, like, I didn't have any pants or, like, or, like, my mom, when I was in college, I drank a lot my my first semester of college. And my mom would call me on Saturday mornings. Like, that's just, like, when her was her time that she was going to check in on yeah. me. And every single time she called me, I'd be like, hi, hold on just one second. And I'd go back in my phone just real quick to make sure I hadn't drunk dialed her. I was, like, so sure that that's why she was calling me. But I totally had friends who drunk dialed their parents. Like, what? Oh, yeah.
0: See, we didn't have cell phones. <laughs> so.
1: Touché. You go to, the, go to the pay phone call, your drunk, drunk collect call, yeah. your
0: mom. Yep.
1: Oh my I think I just
0: reverted back to 15, 16 years old. That's why it feels embarrassing
1: because I'm like, oh my gosh, like. Yeah, no, that's that... not that embarrassing. No, story? I
0: mean there was no n- nudity.
1: Well, One, and you didn't even like do anything illegal or like throw up somewhere inappropriate. Or I yeah. mean, underage drinking is illegal, but other than yeah.
0: that, yeah, yeah, just running around the neighborhood. Right. I don't know. That was, I guess, in hindsight, it was
1: really fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: Uh, okay. So we just spent like ten minutes talking about booze. Let's talk about let's talk about the let's open. Talk about the open. And where do we want to start with the open? Um, what? I think I think. Well, let me let me suggest, Go on. <laughs> May I suggest that we start with. Uh, Abriel has a question about what to expect and how to prepare for your first competition, which I think a lot of people this they kind of look at this as their first competition.
1: Yeah, so let's talk about that because I wanted to talk about like mental. Yes. Toughness. Mental strategies preparedness. And, yeah. So I think. <clears throat> In my experience of the, I mean, I've done the Open twice. I'm not doing it this year, and the, but this will be my first year, coaching and judging the Open, which I'm pretty excited about. Mm-hmm. But the biggest thing that I see, like especially when people are, you know, read like the last couple weeks, at elevation and AJ, they've been programming like one old Open watt every week, and the biggest thing is I think is like, oh, should I get a text? Sorry, it's like, uh, go go through it and make a plan and like hold like but know that to have a loose hold on it. But I think it really helps with anxiety about these kinds of wads and about competitions in general. you can go into it and think, okay, here's what I know that I can do and then maybe take like a half step up from that because in the competitions and in the open you tend to perform better than you think you're going to and think like, okay, here's my realistic goal take a half step from that and say, here's my, like, goal goal. And then maybe another half step from that and be like, and if I got to here, I would be over the moon. Yeah. <clears throat> and then that, you know, kind of helps you get set up for, like, having an expectation that you want to strive for, but also not getting to the end of it and being like, what the hell is wrong with me? Right. I was going like, to get as many as Camille yes. and I only got 10.
0: Yeah. And I think I saw a lot of people last year when we were – you know, we were talking about the Open <clears throat> throughout the whole thing. I remember when the workouts would get posted, we'd see a lot of comments of people being very upset over, gosh, I'm so defeated already. I don't yeah. even have one double under, which I'm really excited that they're doing the scaled versions now. So I think that will make people feel more included I think we'll still see double
1: unders in the scaled.
0: Well, I'm just thinking like in general. Like yes, I know what you're saying. Yep. Yeah. Like, so I think- But things like that where people are feeling like, oh, I can't even do one muscle up, so I can't even do this workout. And um, I think it'll just be more inclusive where people feel Mm -hmm. more positive about it. But I think it's definitely something that, excuse me, going into it is just to finish feels really good. So if they're gonna set it up this year, where everyone can finish it i think that's a good thing because i think what happens is it starts to get really difficult where people just drop out and be like oh, i'm not gonna do this one. right i
1: can't do whatever um yeah but I, but I also go ahead
0: no i was just thinking turn in terms of like in the nitty gritty of like your diet and in those types of things like don't do anything crazy don't start taking anything new
1: right yeah like, right before you no know.
0: <laughs> stick to what
1: you know um and i think too just like be as prepared as you can be, and that looks different for everybody. If that, you know, means making a plan, or if it, you know, if you start making a plan, it really stresses you out, you know, maybe talk to your coach and think and ask them what could, what, like, if your coach knows you well, they're probably going to be able to tell you, here's where I, here's where I it would, could see you getting. and like, here's where I estimate you're probably going to fall. And, you know, that might be helpful for you. And it just, like, so prepare as much as you can, but also go into it ready to, expect the unexpected yeah like don't i don't know the other thing that i have a very strong feeling about is only doing the open workouts once unless like your jump rope breaks or right. like you tear really bad or even if you tear like if something happens that is like i'm about to totally nerd out but like in oil and gas d- agreements there's <laughs> this there's this clause called the force majeure clause, and it's like totally coming up in my brain right now which is like you can get out of an agreement if, like a, if, like an act of basically if, like an act of nature keeps you from being able to fulfill yes. an, an, yeah. agree, or an agreement. Yeah. So, like,
0: if an act of nature happens.
1: Right. So, like, if something, it's like an act of like one of my professors last year or last semester said, he, um, and that he wouldn't accept late late assignments unless there were um uh, circumstances of biblical proportions, such as a, a relative turning into a pillar of salt. <laughs> so, unless your relative turns into a pillar of salt in the middle of your open wad, I think don't plan on doing it twice. Yeah. But. Yeah. Um, I think that's just ridiculous. I, I mean. It bothers me. It bothers me, too, and I don't
0: know why, and we've talked about that last year, so I'm not going to get into it, but I just think that for, especially if we're looking at it from a competition standpoint, right? go you with what you know. Once And, yeah, go with what you know as far as your body. I think, um don't try any new equipment, like just and don't hurt yourself trying something crazy. Like, stay right. in your comfort zone, but in a way where you feel like you're really like challenged. I think where people should challenge themselves is speed. That's where I would go is like doing the like keeping your motor going. Yeah, so, I,
1: mean, I do think that the open a little bit is a place to get out of your comfort zone for sure. And I think, but I know what you're saying. Like, don't do anything that's don't, just like, like totally you lift off the in wall. Like right?
0: Don't your think head that just because to...
1: it's the open, you're going to PR your clean by 30 pounds.
0: Yeah.
1: And but at the same time, you know, if you have kipping pull ups, you've never done a chest to bar. Go in there thinking like, you know what, I might get a couple chest to bar pull ups today. Yeah. Or if you've never done, you know, I don't know what another example would be, but like if you've are never done a handstand push up or a toes to bar or something like that, where it's like a skill, go into it thinking, you know, today might be the day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, the,
1: Some, go ahead.
0: Something I really liked about the com- competitions I've done so far, just the Sorry, little so local ones. Sniffly. The go local. Ahead. I'm sniffly two tonight, yeah. too. Two tonight, <laughs> too. Two tonight, <laughs> too. I, uh, I remember feeling after the first couple of competitions that I did that it... Competitions, if you haven't done one yet, it really helps you realize how to pace. Yeah. It really teaches you how fast you should be going and... Just the mentality of keep going. So to get your mind right and to really stay positive throughout because I think what happens too is people start being like, oh, I'm so tired. This is so hard. And we talked about that too before, mm-hmm. what you're telling yourself the whole time. So maybe pick a mantra.
1: Yeah, I think that if is you're, super helpful. If
0: your gym is doing an event, do it at the event so then you have Where everyone really cheering fun. you on. That's really cool.
1: I really like the mantra one. <clears throat> the one that I – uh sometimes uses i can do hard things i was gonna
0: i almost was gonna yeah i like, I that, like one I
1: remember one. that one yeah and then the other one that i try to do is just is just like keep going and then you know i'll look up at the clock and say okay you know eight minutes you can do anything for eight minutes and then, okay it's only seven minutes you're already one minute in you know just like really like i when i'm in the middle of a workout i never try to be like oh my gosh we i still have three minutes as i it's lasting forever right. like even if that's how I'm feeling, what I try to tell myself is like, okay, it's only three minutes. Think of all the things you've done in your life that lasted three minutes. This is, you know, like, you can get through this. It's going to be over before you know it. Like just really like aggressively positive self-talk.
0: Aggressively positive, yes. And
1: because like the second you start thinking like, oh my gosh, this is so hard, that one little it thought. Just,
0: yeah, it will, wears you down. Yeah, wear
1: wears you down for everything. And like that happened to me during fourteen five last year, the thrusters and bar facing burpees. It That one it took me forever. Yeah, and it was so hard, and I like was the last heat of the night, and I, like a lot of people were kind of leaving, and I just remember thinking like I got to a point where I was just like I'm never gonna finish this workout, and yeah. That made it feel so much so worse.
0: much worse, yeah.
1: I think if I had been like okay, I have fifteen left, right? You know how like if I had really, I think it would have made a difference, yeah. But I wasn't about to redo it to try that.
0: Yeah, the one <laughs> I've been thinking of lately is that it feels so good to be done. Yeah. So I think about how much it hurts while we're doing it and of course it's like hard and difficult right. but it's i always think of it feels so good when you're done and when you're done recovery is pretty quick right like we're pretty in shape to where our recovery is pretty quick so i just keep that in mind too where i'm like this is this is really difficult and i'm pushing myself but man when it's done it's done yep and that's been really helpful too so i today i did a uh ground to overhead which was really heavy and i the first one was 20 it was like Twenty ground overhead, ninety five pounds, twenty box jumps, and then it dropped to ten, and then dropped to five. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty. It was a pretty short workout, but it was really, really difficult. Like twenty ground overhead at ninety five pounds is really heavy, and the first like three, I had to pu- I pushed them up and had to drop them every. I couldn't link any of them, mm-hmm. and I was thinking like, man, this is gonna take me forever. And I just kept thinking, just do one at a time, just do one at a time, just do like, don't think about how much you have left, like just do one at a time. Right. <clears throat> so think about that, you guys.
1: Yeah, it is nice. Just focus on Be me. Be positive. Focus. Well, and like one thing I always tell my athletes is like, how many reps can you do at once? Just one. You know, don't think if you get into a workout that's, you have 30 really heavy reps of something or, you know, 50 really hard reps of something. Yeah. Don't think about 50. Just think about the next one. Get through that and then focus on the next one. Yeah. Just like you can only do one rep at a time. Yeah. So there's no reason for you to worry about all 50.
0: And I think, I don't know if everyone's boxes are doing events around the Open. Ours gets really into it. And yeah. I love that TJ programs. He's been programming probably for the past month some pretty intense workouts to yeah, prepare us you... for, the, for the Open. Yeah. And it's getting really difficult. But I, I hope that everyone else's gym does something fun for the Open because mm-hmm. it's
1: exciting. It's Yeah, Elevation it's does the same thing. And I'm like, I'm going to have to pick. Yeah. It happens at the same time. Yeah,
0: totally. Like,
1: I have to go to one or the other. Are they both
0: Friday nights? Yeah. Why don't you alternate?
1: I could probably. Well, here's yeah. the thing, also, is like since I'm not doing the open, oh. It's like, I, but I'm judging at elevation. Sure. It's kind of like, why would I go to J? But I just sure. want to be at J. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. And I'm sure that I'll be peer pressured into doing the workouts once I actually get there, but yeah. I can just do the scaled version. Yeah. Um,. The other thing I was gonna say is that it's totally not too late to be working on those skills that you know are gonna show up with that you're uncomfortable with. Like double unders is a huge one. You know, you could still order your own jump rope. This is my biggest thing. Get your own freaking jump rope, oh, you guys, everyone. Seriously. If you are even remotely interested, like if you are even remotely dedicated to CrossFit, you need your own jump rope. This is yes. gonna be crazy. These athletes come into the gym day week after week, day after day, and use these like. Not great jump rope. You know, every gym has their own set of jump ropes, and they maybe were nice once, but they have been, like, creased, and their bearings are weird, and, like, they're not the right size for maybe you. Maybe someone used it outside, and Right, and they're, it's worn and they're down. not the right size for you. Yeah. I don't, like... It's it impossible. And people come in, they're like, well, I can't get double unders. I'm like, it's well, that's like, because you are using it these be, ropes that are supposed to be, like, they're not double under It would be,
0: like, trying to work out, and if you had a size seven shoe and you were working out in a size 10. Yeah. Or like, it'd be like,
1: it'd be like, it'd like, would you expect to like be able to learn how to use a computer if you were using a different computer every single day? No. Like it's the same, yeah. you know, it's like it's a on, piece people. of equipment. Get a so jump rope. Go get a jump rope. You can still get it online. I would recommend either. Um, I really like my rogue rope. I would recommend Rogue. I think that's what I have too. Yeah, I'd recommend yeah. Rogue. Um, RX jump ropes is good too, although their sizing is a little bit trickier. Rogue sends you like a, a super long rope. You get it home and you size it yourself, and you just do wire clippers. And the handle is adjustable, so you just like clench it down further down the rope. Get your own rope. Practice your double unders these next few days. Um, you know, you still have time. Like double unders, I've always say I always say are just the best skill. To work on because you don't have to warm up for it yep. like you do for a lift and yep. like a couple of minutes is a big you know you can get if you if you can even just get three or five minutes of, of double under practice that's hundreds yeah yeah it's so, a huge difference like do yourself a favor if you have if you're sitting there thinking man I'm really worried about the open because I know I'm going to see double unders go online to rogue right now buy a jump rope they're like $30 yeah it's gonna get. It's gonna be shipped to you by the end of the day because they're awesome at Rogue, and you'll have it before next week, and everything will be great. And then if there's there aren't double unders in the first wad, you'll have another week to practice. That's yeah. Great. The yeah. other thing is pull ups, especially kipping pull ups. And I know that a lot of people have different philosophies about kipping pull ups. So my disclaimer here is, if your shoulders aren't ready for kipping pull ups, be really careful because you definitely can injure your shoulders if you are not, do not have a strong shoulder girdle. Yeah. Which is
0: why Jillian Michaels always complains about giving pull-ups, because she thinks people just go in and just like do them off the street.
1: Right, which some people do. Some people do, I think
0: you have shoulder issues. Right,
1: and I think, but I think most gyms have, have recognized that that's not the right way to progress. But like if you're somebody who has the strength, has been doing a lot of ring rows, can do, you know, Really solid ring rows, and a lot of them, or you know, or if you've been doing banded kipping pull-ups, spend a, spend some time at the gym these next couple of days and this next week or two working on your kip. You know, pull your coaches high, tell them you want to work on your kip. There are a lot of ways to do it. There is an awesome video out there um, that Sheree Chan made. So if you Google like CrossFit Sheree Chan, it's, which is C H E R I E C H A N um, kipping pull-up, <clears throat> there's this awesome video that comes up that explains the kip and totally breaks it down and gives you like this great progression so do that do yourself a favor like get yourself the skills that you need to have a successful open and there's still totally time and have fun yeah just have fun yay the open yay open that i'm not doing sandy i thought it was so cute she was like i signed up for the open because my gym has free t-shirts if you do it i was like i would totally do it oh my gosh t-shirts.
0: Totally. Tank tops. Like I just anything. want to see Dave Castro's outfits. I like Dave he's, Castro.
1: He's posting a lot of
0: naked girl pictures on his yeah, Instagram feed. I'm and not it's a big fan. Kind of making
1: me upset. He. Let's not talk about Dave Castro. Okay. We're going to get like a and <laughs> desist letter from CrossFit just for saying his name. Like somebody right now. In a in like a office in Northern California, somewhere's like pointing a like yeah. satellite at us. And yeah. Like I think they're talking about Dave bum, Castro. Bum, right? Bum, there's like a surveillance stand outside your house, right?
0: Now. It's, Like MacGruber, where it just explodes,
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: and that was the end of our show. <laughs> All right, so moving on. So let's answer some questions. Where do you want to go, Claire?
1: Um, I you want I to want talk to about talk the about, gym stuff. Yeah. So a couple of people have brought up that, um. You know, we always say if you don't like your gym, just find another one. But that's not always a realistic option yeah. for some people. Maybe they don't love, you don't love close enough, or maybe there are just some things you don't like about your gym, but you yeah. don't dislike it enough to leave. So the two big examples that came up were: um, what if there's like a certain coach whose coaching style you don't like, and the other one is like, how do you approach a gym owner with suggestions or concerns? Yeah. yeah.
0: No, I was like, that's really tough because it's, I was thinking about this and it's not like a globo gym where you just go and what you get is what you get right? and you're paying not that much to go there. And so you yeah. kind of feel like the cost is equal to what you're getting. Yeah. Whereas CrossFit gyms, I've, and I wonder about this with gym owners of how they feel about it. People mm-hmm. really probably feel more entitled because they're like, look, I'm paying you a crap load of money. I right. get to have a say.
1: But I think that from that, I mean, at least I know TJ and Scott, you know, Scott at Elevation. Scott- if Scott wrote an email from a member being like, "Hey, I've no, you know, I've noticed that this is this has really started to bother me," he would take that so seriously. And I think TJ, I know TJ, TJ would. does too. TJ would totally take it seriously. So I think that it also like that is reflected by the owners. Like they know that right. you are paying a crap ton of money,
0: right? And, and they want you to stay there, right? And they, they want to make you happy.
1: And chances are, okay. So let's talk about that one first. I think first of all, if you have a concern or a suggestion. Chances are you are not the only one. Yeah, true. So if there's something that is like outstanding enough for you to to consider bringing it up, I can almost guarantee you that more people are thinking it. What I would probably do, just like knowing the owners that I know, is start with an email, and because I think that a lot of them do take that kind of thing very personally, and give them some time to just let us exactly in. <laughs> like, like I feel like like. If you were to walk up to – and also just, you know, right after a wad or something is not a time that most people no. can really address that kind of a yeah. concern. I think, you know, send them an email. Even if it's just like, hey, listen, you know, I have some questions about how, certain, you know, a certain thing is, is done here or I have a suggestion about how something might be improved and I've been noticing that there's, you know, whatever. Like, can we get – can we make a time this week to talk about it or can I talk – you know, can we make a time to have a call or go out to coffee or something? Um, Or, you know, to write the email and say, you know, here's a concern that I have. Here's what it is. Yeah. I'd love to talk to you. You know, I'd love to follow up with you about this. Yeah. And I think that'd be totally appropriate. And I think any good gym owner would, I think it's one of two things is going to happen. They're either going to say, I'm so glad you brought that up because I've been noticing it too. And I've been wondering what to do about it. Because chances are if there's like a big gap, they've noticed it. I guess maybe three, one of three things will happen. Or they might say, Wow, I never thought of it that way, but you're totally right and we should totally change that. Or they might say, I can see why you would think that, but here's why we do it that way. Yeah. Right. And so it's
0: a lot of times we make stuff up in our head. And right. so it's like if they just explain it to
1: you, maybe you'll be like, Oh, okay, that makes more sense now. Right. I see this how this fits into the bigger picture that you might not know what the whole picture looks like. Right. But no matter what, you know, any one of those things I think is gonna help you. And then maybe that then makes them reflect on like Maybe I should be explaining this better. Maybe I could send out a you know an email to everyone explaining why we do it this way, or we can start talking about it more. And I don't know. I just don't. I can't see a gym owner not responding, not necessarily positively, because I don't necessarily like. I don't want to say that every single gym owner is going to be like, yeah, great, yeah, great. I'm going to change that. Right. But I don't. I can't imagine a situation where a gym owner wouldn't take it seriously. Yeah. Yeah. And be really grateful that you brought it up. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. What do you think? No, well, I just
0: think I, I think if it's something that if you're if it's that bothering you that much, you like having a conversation with the gym owner is better than just being like, oh, I'm open leaving, right? <laughs> like changing. Yeah. And obviously, like you said, like not everyone can do that. So um, it's just this is a community. This is a family. I think it's just a different environment. It's not like a work environment where. People are going to take things super personal. I think CrossFit's a community, and they want you to stay in their family. They're going to probably do as much as they can to make it work. They may not be able to change everything, but
1: right. And I think think
0: any good gym owner is going to want to hear you.
1: Yep, I totally agree.
0: How about the coaching, if you don't like the coach?
1: This is, like, my biggest fear that people don't like me as a coach. Um, (laughs) So I think a couple of things. First of all, I think you need to – because, like, this also kind of happened to me a little bit with one of the coaches. Um. Who, um, used, I, who used to coach me pretty frequently just based on the timing that I went. And their coaching style was just, like, just was not compatible with how I wanted to hear things. And it annoyed me, and, like, I felt like they were way too hands-on. And I, eventually, pretty much the first thing I had to do was just tell myself, like, listen, they're not putting me in danger, and I might not, like – really appreciate the, or I might not really like the way they do things but you know like they're giving me the information I need yeah and I'm safe and so like am I really you know why am I upset here mm-hmm. and eventually I kind of realized that like I had this idea of what it was supposed to look like and because it didn't match that idea I was like getting like do yeah. you even know what you're doing and it's like right. It was fine. Yeah. It just was, like, kind of annoying sometimes. And so I kind of just had to get over it and roll my eyes when I wanted to roll my eyes. And occasionally I would, I would say something where I would be like, listen, I get it. You don't need to explain it to me 10 times or whatever. And that person will lay off. Yeah. But I think if it's really bad, talk to the coach. I mean, yeah. if I was doing something that was irritating or not effective or, you I know, don't think I could do that.
0: What? I don't think I could say something to the coach. I
1: if it was that bad though I don't think I could I what think would I think, you do I would just not go to their class that's really funny <laughs> but like, what if it was the head coach what if it was like Mike everyone loves Mike everyone but... loves Mike I love Mike but what if Mike was and like I love
0: TJ and I love Mateo
1: like I love what if Mike talks and... like the lawyer from Cereal uh, <laughs> <laughs> the best bye <spy. laughs> yeah <laughs> So when so, you're doing, you're keeping pull-ups. And this Best Buy. <laughs> oh, <my goodness.
0: laughs> oh, Coach Mike! I don't know. I don't think. I think I would get over it. Honestly, yeah. that's something so nitpicky. I would just be like, get okay, over well, it. like,
1: what if there was something that actually bothered you about it?
0: I don't know. It's so hard to think because I haven't been in that situation. Yeah. Like, I there's not a coach. There's been a couple where I'm like, come on with it. Like, they take right. so freaking long to do stuff that I'm like, come on. But other than that, I, like, just put my patient's pants on and I'm like, all right. Your patient's go.
1: Pants? <laughs> Is that a thing that your therapist hat? Your therapist hat and your patient's pants? What's your shirt? That's a good question. <laughs> I'll have to come up with that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think, I think you could talk to the coach. And I think if you're uncomfortable with that, but it is bothering you so much, I think you could talk to the it, to the head coach. If it is the head coach, then it might get a little trickier. Yeah. there's nobody above them.
0: Like, if something was really bugging me about one of the coaches, I would talk yeah. to TJ about it. I think if it was really, really bugging me. But yeah. up to this point, it's just been little nitpicky things that I've been like – yeah, right. I I usually do my own thing anyway. Like, yeah. they coach it, and I'm like, all right, all right, I'll get, I got it. But that's because I've been there a long time, and I know, like –
1: Right, most things about like how most do you wanna, things,
0: yes, I and they kind of leave me alone anyway because they, know, they I know, know what you're doing. It. But I, yeah,
1: I don't know. I just think that like I would really want to know as a coach.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, and you can speak to that, so it's interesting yeah. to hear you say that. Like you would take it well.
1: I think I would take it. I mean, it would definitely. I would be upset for yeah. sure, but in not in like a what the hell's wrong with you? You don't like my coaching? You can just get out type of way. I think I would be upset and like, oh my gosh. Does everybody hate me? <laughs> you know, but I think like if 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 an athlete were to come up to me or to email me or yeah. you know or ask to meet with me and say and bring something up like that, I would take it really seriously. Yeah, and or I think it would also be totally appropriate if they talked to my boss. You know, either the head coach or the owner or the manager at Elevation. There's quite the hierarchy, of, quite the chain of command. But if you were to talk to the head coach or the owner and say listen, you know, the way that so-and-so coaches this or the way they do this or whatever it is that's bothering you, I want to talk to you about that. And, you know, maybe they could facilitate, like, a meeting with all three of you. Yeah. Or they could just say, okay, I'll talk to them about that. And that could be just then be between the owner and, and the
0: coach. At the end of the day, like, maybe they just need some humor. Like, maybe they just need to be, like, joking right. about it. Like, it doesn't need to be so damn serious. And, yeah, I mean, unless it's, like –
1: I don't know. Something yeah, I feel like major kind of my, my but, first reaction to that is, like, why is it bothering you? Yeah. Is it really a big deal? Yeah, exactly. Is it something that you can't laugh yeah. about at and get over? yourself for a
0: second. See if it's anything going on with you, and then – But if
1: it's, like, a serious issue and you can't get over it, then I think that yeah. – I think just CrossFit gyms in general, I think the coaches and the owners, like, it's such a community. They take it – they take the athletes – They take it, yeah. They take the needs and the wants of the athletes So, so seriously. seriously that you could totally and I yeah. mean it would be, it would be hard if you were in an environment where you just didn't, where you just felt like an outsider yeah that really is the best example of what I can think of like you need to find a new gym but even then like if someone were to come to me and be like I just really feel like I'm not fitting in
0: yeah
1: or I just really feel like I'm not getting it you yeah. know I there are so many things I feel like I could suggest like okay we are gonna add you to this Facebook group that we have for all the CrossFit Elevation athletes right. or we're gonna you know I'm gonna be proactive and organize like a girls night with all the you know, so we can all get together. You know, like, yeah. if that's something, too. I think that it would be so... There's a lot of solutions. There's a lot of solutions. And CrossFit's so fun. CrossFit is so fun. Oh, my goodness. Um so I, I hope that answers your question. Huh? Yeah. I hope that answers that question. Yeah,
0: it does. I want to go on to a listener who asked about... Are we done with that? Yes. I want to ask about... Go on to a listener who asked about what to do when your spouse is an Oreo-eating burrito-buying... Sabotaging significant other that does not work out ever. <laughs> it's so funny.
1: Didn't you say like it, it's not, um, um it's not, he doesn't do it on purpose? Yeah. That is so funny. Unintentional. Brandon is a little bit like that. If I eat ice cream, She's he like, like looks at me. She says,
0: he's try- he tries to be supportive, but this is a man that sits down after dinner and fills a cup with Oreos, cereal, and milk. Like a big cup, 32 ounces. <laughs> So good. Uh Brandon gives you judgy stares?
1: Yeah, if I ate ice cream. Why? If I ate too much ice cream. Really? Yeah, because I've been like really into Talenti recently, which is this amazing gelato that just like, tastes like it was made by Angel Tears.
0: It, I posted a photo of that like, early yeah. in the summer and I almost cried. Is so like good. sea salt caramel? Oh, that's what I get. That's it the,
1: has, like the chunks. Yes, of, oh, my but, like, gosh. When
0: you buy it, you don't see the chunks. So yeah. when you buy yeah. it in, like, you're like, it's <laughs> a chunk. It's the best surprise of thing ever. Oh,
1: I know. It's so When you good. just said
0: that he judges you when you eat ice cream, I just had a flash. Did you? You ever see the Goonies? Oh, yeah. Do you know that... Part... Go on. The part where Chunk is eating the ice cream and they're, like, taking the spoon yeah. out of his face. <laughs> well, he just, like, like, looks at me. just, like, pulled the spoon out of his face and he's,
1: like... <laughs> <laughs> he starts crying. <laughs> That's me. Uh... Um, yeah. He... Like, if I want to have, like, a couple bites, he doesn't judge me. But, like, if I keep eating it. Like, what does he do? He'll be like, are you going to keep eating that? And I'm like, yes. He's like, oh, how much should we have? (laughs) I'm like, as much as I want. This whole thing? And he'll be like, okay, well, I just want you to, you know, like, be aware of how much of that that you've had already. (laughs) And I'm like, and I'll just look at him, like, or he'll start to say something, and I'm like, just don't. I am an adult. If I want to eat a whole thing of ice cream, I'm going to eat a whole thing of ice cream and you're going to deal with it. Yeah. Like, this is so yeah. not your fault.
0: That's got to be really hard for people because it um, people are writing and saying a lot. We've talked about this a little bit in a previous episode, but not really to the extent of like a lot of people are dealing with spouses who it's one thing to not work out, it's another to be.
1: Have like a totally different lifestyle. Totally
0: different lifestyle, totally different diet. Yeah. So, yeah, that's got to be really hard. What do you think about that? <laughs> it's like, I feel like this is a loaded
1: question. Yeah, it's I so don't know. I loaded. think that, well, like with Brandon, it's like the one thing that he, like, talk, you know, that he likes, well, that and McDonald's. He, like, won't talk to me if I eat McDonald's. <gasps> he won't talk to you? He, like, ju- you guys. He, like, he doesn't, is like, mad. He, just, he, I just get, like, disappointed father look. Like, Wow. McDonald's. Yeah. Like, and to the point, where, I've, like, I've, had the really,
0: dis- I've had the disappointed father yeah, from here before. The point where, like
1: if Aww. I'm craving McDonald's, I'll go and buy it and eat it and then throw it away before I get home. <laughs> and one time, like a month ago, I got like, no, it was a little longer than that. I got McDonald's and I left the bag in my car. And he, the next day he was like, why is this a McDonald's bag in here? <laughs> I was like,
0: <sighs> Scott but, will do that when I'm out of town and he'll go to Burger King. And then I'll find Burger King yeah. receipts. And I'm like, what? You went to Burger King? <laughs> I don't even know you. <laughs>
1: not even mad. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Why do you do this when I'm home? Dog it. Do you want to do something fun? Do you want to go to Taco Bell? <laughs> Oh my gosh. Everything. This is the
0: best line I think ever it's in a movie. Do you want to do something fun? Do you want to go to Taco Bell?
1: <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. I don't really know the solutions for this. I just think it's funny.
0: Okay, but I just have one. Thing. I have a kind of serious thing to say. I don't want to be a bitch about it. Yeah, but I think, I think on some so level. You can put
1: your therapist hat on with your, <laughs> put my with therapist. your, with your okay. patient's pants. Yeah, my patient's pants <laughs> and in my therapy hat. In their And just topless with
0: your therapy your patient's <laughs> topless. pants. Topless. Topless. I do think it is a partner's responsibility to take care of yourself. And Mm -hmm. I'm not saying to have, so here's where I think we need to draw the line. I don't think if one partner is like super strict on their diet, super strict on working out that the other partner has to be, I think that's really unrealistic. I think there are those couples that have the same diet and they cook together and they work out together, but I don't think that that's the majority of couples, but Mm -hmm. I do think it's each partner's responsibility to take care of yourself, like mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically. Yeah. So I think that um, if it gets to a point where like your partner is depressed and laying on the couch after work and just like eating food and and, and that affects you. So I I mean, I because Scott and I were watching The Biggest Loser one day and this is going to sound bitchy. I I don't mean it to be. So back me up here. But I was watching... I was watching, we were watching The Biggest Luder, Loser and one of the um, contestants was saying that, you know, if I don't lose this weight, my I'm afraid my girlfriend's going to leave me. And yeah. Scott was like, what a bitch. And I'm like, uh, I kind of disagree. Like, it's, it, and not in the shallow way, but in the sense right. of like,
1: you can't, not, care of yourself. you can't
0: take care of yourself. Right. Like, if you're really, really that out of control, there's more going on than just your weight. Yeah, like, totally. I, you know what I mean? So it's not like oh, it's just because you look big. It's not about that. It's about the right. whole piece. Right. it was about that, they wouldn't have started
1: eating at the first Exactly.
0: Place. So I just feel like it's it comes down to that. Right. If of, your life
1: is like that out of control.
0: Out of control. And I, I think it's a point where we start to control our partners and that's a really, really slippery slope. So we want to yeah. say, don't eat this. Do You got to do that. You got to work out. And that just causes a lot of friction and mm-hmm. it causes a lot of tension of people being like well i'm not going to do what you're going to say right so the best the thing that's the hardest thing to do but the thing that's the, the only answer is to do is to shut the f up <laughs> and do not tell your partner what to do and don't tell them that you think they should work out you can be healthy and live and lead by example and eventually they'll like probably join you but because... if they are
1: unhealthy what do you do like if they're if they're like bringing you down with them what do you do
0: i think you would have i if it was me i would have a conversation and say look I love you. I want us to have a really strong relationship. This is, this is where I'm coming from with it. I'm not trying to be pushy, but tell me where you're coming from. So I think yeah. what happens is like there's always one, there's always a spokesperson in our relationship. So there's always one person that's feeling like this is what we have to do. And then we have to do this. And yeah. this is how we should live our life together. And
1: a lot of times it's, it's the, it's a the girls. A lot of
0: times it's the girls. So what I think should happen is so voice your concerns and then see what your partner says. So a lot of the times what happens is we make stories up in our head and then we assume that the other partner's like being unhealthy because they're, you know, unhappy or whatever, mm-hmm. maybe. And um, and that just causes a lot of like misunderstanding or if you just talk to them and say, hey, I'm concerned about your health, then they could say, well, I'm just really struggling. like." Can we come up with ways that we can do this together? I feel like you're aliening, alienating me because you just go to CrossFit and you know, right. you know what I mean or whatever, and I don't I can't do CrossFit or whatever.
1: Yeah, so, or like <clears throat> I'm really stressed out every night when I get home, and that's why I want to eat a big bowl of Oreos. Yeah, maybe you know instead of eating a big bowl of Oreos every single night, we could go for a walk every other night. Yeah, and, or you know, or like if that
0: and it's finding like yeah, it's finding what they like to do too. So I think
1: right or like finding a way that you can suggest like an alternative yeah that they want to do
0: but I think on some level too you just have to let them find their own path yeah. like I know it sounds cheesy yeah. but you can't force it so if you are constantly like doing the passive-aggressive thing you're like
1: right doing, are, you, like, the are you gonna eat all that yeah, ice yeah, cream disappointed father ice cream glare then he's backed up lately
0: yeah that's good but uh, and Brandon's <laughs> and Brennan's Brandon just, <laughs> we know he loves you dude. Um, but <laughs> but I think that it's just one of those things where if you continue to push it it's just going to cause yeah, totally. it's going to make it so much worse when your intentions are good it's going to make it so much worse Yep. so back off go work out tell your partner that you're worried about them and care about them and whatever but don't like expect them to be exactly like you Period, the yeah. end. All right. We have time for, I think, one more question. What do you want to do? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't
1: think we would have time for
0: another one. Um... Oh, I have a – this is a good one. So Crystal wanted to know. I feel like I'm at a point in CrossFit where I don't want to do it all the time. I want to CrossFit oh, yeah. one to two times a week, run once a week, and do a yoga session once a week. But I feel like that's so cost-prohibited. <laughs> cost-prohibited. Cost prohibitive. prohibitive. Cost prohibitive. Oh my gosh, that's really hard to say. Um, So I, I completely agree with you, Crystal. I have always wanted to bump up my membership to do Unlimited, and I can't do it because of all the other things I want to keep doing. Yeah. I like to go on walks with JT. I want to do yoga. I like to do Orange Theory with Scott. So I have not yet gone to that point of doing unlimited crossfit just for that reason because i know it'll take over my life and i'm yeah. like i st- i like the balance that i'm doing right now
1: so there also the second kind of the second part of her question was what that she feels like she just wants to be friends with benefits with crossfit and yeah. I'm like and so here's what i think i think if i do you favor joy's There's looking something at in like, my water and i'm like <laughs> i've been drinking this and i'm just <laughs> so gross i don't know what it is sorry because he enjoys this Sorry. I think that if you were to talk to, like, a really hardcore CrossFit, like, CrossFit lover of all things CrossFit, like that they would tell you that, you know, if you want to be a good runner and a good yogi and all these things, then CrossFit will, like, can do all those things for you. It can help you with your stability and your flexibility the way that yoga can. It can help you with your endurance and your cardio the way that running can. But I think that that's – that like, that is the perfect – world of CrossFit. And the perfect world of CrossFit doesn't really exist. And so, you know, like you can't get the same things out of CrossFit that you can get from a yoga class. You can't get the same things out of a, you know, even a long workout that you can get out of a long run. And I, you know, like most gyms are not totally even keeled with their programming. Most gyms, the person who programs maybe has, a, you know, they love lifting and so say maybe program more lifts or whatever it is. And maybe they even do it un- subconsciously, but you're not going to get, you know, no gym is perfect in how, the way that they balance all those skills. So I think wanting to do that is awesome and is going to make you a better athlete. And yeah. you're going to get things out of those activities that you can't get out of CrossFit. And it's totally fine to just want to be friends with benefits with Cross yeah, CrossFit. it's totally fine. And have fine. that be part of, like, your world. Yeah. And not have it be your one true love. yeah. You can be in a polyamorous fitness relationship.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Because I think of, like, all the other things that, like, yoga offers and running offers for me. I just don't think I could just do one. Yeah,
1: and CrossFit, I feel like, is one of the very few things that kind of expects you to only – not expects you, but, like, where a lot of people only do CrossFit. But, like, if you're in a yoga class, a lot of those people in there are also doing, like, kickboxing or they're also a runner or they also are a big hiker. Or if you're – talking to a runner they probably also do something you know like there's very few and like that's the beauty of crossfit is that it can be the only thing you do and you still get everything you need out of it mm-hmm. but still like it doesn't have to be
0: yeah well it's just um thinking too like listen if i wanted to pay the extra money and have unlimited mm-hmm. i probably would but i just don't want to pay that much money because yeah. i'm like the the cost that would be to bump up to a little bit it's not that much more but it's just the pressure i would have to go all the time and i don't want that pressure i'm like right
1: like i like to do all all the other things
0: that i like to do and i really enjoy scott and i have gotten to this place where we like really do orange theory at least once a week together and i feel like that's really good for us to like have an activity we do together which by the way someone asked about your working out together with your spouse and we covered that in another episode too but it's really funny scott won't work out next to me (laughs) you <laughs> like because orange theory does like different groups like so they station, do rowing yeah. or running or you have like a weight room area and um which by the way i think i talked about eric in the last episode yes, like loves- if you guys want to have the best he actually asked about crossfit the other day and so i think he's i'm gonna have him cross over
1: there's a like, he's that day. he's the cutest think, isn't
0: there? he's just the cutest so scott and i yeah i think we're gonna do that um but Scott's like he won't work out nice to me.
1: That's really funny. He's like, then you try to win, and I don't want you to win. Yeah, more. it's true. I have a hard time working out with you, but it's not. But like, I know you're gonna win. But I also know that you know that you're like paying attention to what I'm doing. Wait, what? When like we work out together.
0: Wait, so I'm so confused.
1: Like I know that you're gonna win anyway, because like you're better, like you're stronger than I am and faster than I am. But I also know that you're like paying attention to what everyone else is doing. Oh yeah. Whereas, like, I never really <laughs> They
0: don't know, we know, they know, they know.
1: <laughs> Do you remember that episode from
0: Friends? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, so anyway. many references. So many references. Um, All right, guys. Can I just say one, like, stupid thing that I learned on Friday? Yes. Is, have you heard of Overdrive? In what context? <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: a great question. <laughs> oh, okay,
0: Overdrive, the app.
1: Like the the Rihanna song? No. Um, No. So I am totally geeking out. So
0: I found out, I hope all of you like book nerds out there appreciate this. You can get this app called Overdrive and Uh it links to all the libraries that you belong to and you can access everything from your phone on Overdrive. So I am like in this audiobook heaven. So I have Bossy Pants on request. The only thing is you can't, if you want a book like right then, if it's already checked out, like you can't. Ah. Like especially audio and eBooks. Like they, I guess they only have a certain number of downloads. Mm-hmm. So you can't just download it whenever. They'll have That's like a, nice. a wait list. But I'm so excited. That is exciting.
1: I know you've been like nerdy. I was already, lately. Yeah,
0: well because Audible, like I did the, from the serial promotion, I did an, an Audible book and then I was totally hooked. I don't know what it was. There was something against audiobooks for me that I thought that I wouldn't be able to pay attention and follow the story, but I can turns out again <laughs> so yeah. you guys should try that out because my life has changed because i actually posted a question on our um our accountable eating group which by the way is like the best thing ever our little secret society and i was like do you guys know of anything cheaper than audible i've already spent yeah. like way to- too much money in a month <laughs> where i cannot sustain this I'm for amazing. like a year They're like i think you can check them out for free from the library Oh, it's so great! So <laughs> if you never hear from me again, it's because I'm in a dark hole somewhere, just listening, listening to audiobooks. To audiobooks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna do the open. I'm just gonna be <laughs> in a corner listening to audiobooks. I think that's great. I All know. right, what else? Anything else coming up? Nope. Any promotions or things that leave it? Leave a review. We haven't. Um, I haven't even gone on to see. We usually read our reviews pretty religiously. Yeah. um but go on iTunes or Stitcher, leave a review. I actually want to read a really nice email that someone wrote us, and then we can end okay. for this week. Um, she says, Allie says, You are not alone with the Debbie Gibson memories. I knew Claire would have no clue, but I was <laughs> singing along and thinking of my junior high days. The connection I felt to you all through your Valentine's Day podcast was amazing. Not only was I just... Talking about Casa Bonita yesterday, <laughs> but also having Debbie Gibson just hit home. Thanks for the laughs at 6, 10 a.m. while I'm in the kitchen making my kids' lunches and drinking my coffee. Allie from Overland Park, Kansas. Allie, thank you for listening. Hi, Ellie. So, yeah, it would be super helpful if you guys left a review. It helps other people find this podcast. And I was looking at our little stat thing, podcast download stat, and we have reached a quarter of a million downloads. Oh, my gosh.
1: It's not my fault. I'm so popular. <laughs> Hashtag so famous. Hashtag so famous. All right, guys. Because you, we will talk to you next week. Have a good week. Bye. Bye. Bye.